Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Inc. Realty. Today, along with Robert Lewis of Inc. Realty, Philip talks about the best book Philip has read on wealth building, the difference between being a business owner and being self-employed, and what wealthy families do differently than middle-class families. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of the podcast. Oh, we got some. I got some exciting news too. Well, I guess this doesn't. This isn't really in relation to to uh, to this show, but we should be done with the rebranding um, at the end of January, uh, and we're going to launch it with a YouTube channel for just the uh, just the Ask Philip segments that I do in video on, on Fridays. So I'll be dropping. I'll be dropping those clips on it which is which is cool and exciting but yeah man so we're we, we are back it's a new year uh i hope you had a good one i did i did it was uh interesting yeah yeah <laughs> to, say, to say the least but to, today today we're going to just have a short talk about the rich dad poor dad cash flow quadrants which is you know robert kiyosaki's book he's a big real estate guy you know and and I was I was talking to you about how I read that book when I was 18, 19. And I've read it multiple times since then. But then you fast forward and I think about everything that I learned about business, investing, wealth building outside of the minutiae, right? There's like the minutiae, the, the details of how to, but then it's the big picture principles and all the principles that I that I, that I learned uh, over the years, learned and relearned, unlearned were in that book, right? So I was like basically I spent 20 years <laughs> unlearning. You know what I'm saying? Learning and unlearning what I needed to learn. And it goes back to like that book. I mean, it goes it goes out into the whole financial education and and what we're not taught in school. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you want you want to and we can we can sum it up and then talk about, you know, why real estate's a big part of that. But it's, it's basically if you if, if you all were to draw a piece of paper uh, or, or, or draw a square on a piece of paper and then divide it into fours, you have four quadrants. Right. What, what's the first one? Em, employee. Uh, employee. Yeah. So top left is employee. Bottom right is investor. Bottom right is investor. Bottom left is self-employed. Self-employed. And then business owner, top right. Top right. Yep. And, uh, and the gist of it is the goal is to get on the right side, literally the right side of the, of the quadrant, um, as soon as humanly possible right and then the investor segment is where we talk about you know passive income from you know stocks bonds real estate to generate income to replace the income that you make from being a self-employed person or an employee and so that was revolutionary and the and the business owner aspect i think we talked about too the difference between being a um a business owner and a self-employed person is misunderstood meaning and, and I'm I'm going from memory, but the business owner was somebody who built the systems, right? You can be self-employed and create your own income, but a business owner is the one that creates the system, 
which allows you to participate up top more upside if you decide to sell that system to somebody else and or you can just plug people into the system and they can still spit out passive income for you. Correct. Correct. Uh, I think that from what I remember, the biggest difference was as a business owner, you are uh, you are making money passively uh, as, as, as a self-employed business owner. If you want to, as some people regard it, uh, you have to work to make money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Big, big deal. And that's why, and that's why, man, I'm, you know, we go back to the, to the quadrant or to the buckets, third, third, and third real estate is a, you know, gets a big third of that bucket because, you know, once you set it up, right. As, as I'm sure, you know, it's one of the best, most time-tested ways to generate passive income on the planet. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, I've, I've, I've come to realize that, um, you know, and, and this is a little jumping off uh, into the atmosphere a little bit, but I never understood dividend investing. Like, I didn't understand that as a real thing, uh, but that's a thing. Like people invest in stocks just to get paid dividends. Go figure. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's similar to um, rental, you know, similar to rental income, you know, is yeah, very, very similar. Right. Because in real estate, you could decide to invest in a property for growth. Like we talked about last time and not really worry about the income. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you decide to go for income and not really worry about the growth. Right. So that's like growth stocks versus you know, dividend stocks. And ultimately, you know, when you put together a portfolio, you decide what's the right mix based on goals and everything. But yes, it's very similar, extremely similar. Yeah, I can see it. Well, I can see it now. Uh, But again, that was just, it was just new to me, but stocks are new to me in general. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But, but, um, and and, and, and in in his book, he he gave props to, to stocks too. I know he's not a huge fan of 401k plans, and that's a whole topic, but but yeah, he, he's a he's a fan of, of stocks too. Obviously, and obviously gold, he's been a fan of gold, but now he loves Bitcoin as well. And it makes sense. You know, he's always been somebody who understood how the financial universe works. Right. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, um, yeah, we, we just want to give a a brief summary of that. You know, I, I think everybody should go read the book. It's it's on Audible um, or any major bookstore that you can get is time tested and um and it'll, it'll you know it'll it'll lead you to understand why Rob and I are here every week talking about the importance of real estate because it is one of the cornerstones of building long-term wealth right and why you need to invest absolutely well, and, cool and it doesn't to be honest it doesn't take as much as what people uh think it does you know no, no. You, if you if you if you can sit and, and save 30, 40,000 or even utilize, you know, your, your, your 401k, there you go right there. That's your first investment. Well, and, and, and it's funny because I think the takeaway that I got from that book, and it, I don't think he ever directly said it, or maybe he did, but it was the parallel that he drew between his rich dad and his poor dad. Right. And it was, and my takeaway was, Oh, it's all about emotional intelligence because his because his poor dad, his 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 real dad, who had a you know higher you know quote unquote higher paying quote unquote safe government job relative to his and he lived in a better neighborhood than his his poor dad. He he lived in a better neighborhood than his rich dad, 
who was saving and investing. But as time progressed, the gap got bigger. You know what I mean? Like the the, right. the, the, the rich dad lifestyle got nicer and nicer, but he was able to defer gratification and buy the luxuries with his investments, with his dividends, with his rental income. And he mm-hmm. used the bulk of his actual income from um, from building a business on assets, uh, on assets, crazy, as opposed to the, the poor dad's growth and liability. Yeah. And we can do a whole episode on that because, you know, early, early on in early on in, 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 in marriage, that was something that uh, Kelly grew to understand over time because it was tough to just see everybody driving these nice cars and doing all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I was, you know, putting 50 grand a year into, in the business and, mm-hmm. you know, and then left my self-employment and started my own business. And so, uh, yeah, man, it's, and I'm sure you got the same story because y'all are a, a deferred gratification family. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yes, sir. Well, hey, man, I appreciate it. Uh, this is a good start off to the year. You know, wish you continued success and health and look forward to educating some folks in 2022. You know, I can't wait for the rebrand. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Coming soon. Let everybody know where they can reach you if they're interested in getting more information on real estate, investing, purchasing, buying, selling, <laughs> selling, selling too. Yeah, right. Uh, best way to reach me is my cell phone, 317-372-3022. You can also email me at rob at inkrealtygroup.com. That's ink with a K. And I am Rob L. The Realtor across most social media channels. Well, cool, man. We'll have a good one. Right on, everybody. Make it a great one. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.